Hey everyone, it's Tony and Cheryl. Get ready for an exciting Tuesday edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm good. Good. We'll start off the news uh, with some Galaxy's Edge news, which we uh, haven't heard of in a while. Um, but that is that Disneyland's Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run Attraction has been uh, has won an award. Uh, they have won the Golden Amusement Today's Golden Ticket Award for the best new family attraction of 2019. Um, that ride was also recently named as one of Time Magazine's uh, World's Greatest Places. Really? Yeah. So know. no one's going there. Uh, I know, I'm and feeling attendance skeptical. attendance is down, but it's winning awards. And uh, although we usually don't talk about uh, the international parks a lot, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean Battle for the Sunken Treasure at Shanghai Disney Resort won Amusement Today's Best Dark Ride of 2019 award. Okay. So, uh, and I've watched the YouTube video on that. It's, you know, once again, a bunch of uh, 4K screens. Oh, yeah, you And a water that. ride. But, but it, it looks like it's a, a good time. You know where some of the screens aren't necessarily working? Where is that? Smuggler's Run. Oh, Smuggler's Run. Which one? I believe the Disney World one. Really? Yeah. They're not always totally functional. I guess the ones that you look at when you're um, doing your task, your mm-hmm. driving task or whatever. I don't know. Well, the fun- it seems the- a little early for things to not be working. Right. The funny thing was when, when they announced these two rides, uh, Smuggler's Run, in conjunction with NVIDIA, who's a company that makes uh, video boards, video chips, uh, this is supposed to be the most technologically advanced ride ever. It uses eight processors. Um, there's, I think, six or eight 4K displays involved. So the amount of processing power in one ride for six people is like thousands of times more powerful than the Apollo moon landers were. Wow. Uh, yeah. You know? Yep. So, so here is a ride that's not even in Disney World, not even a month old, and you're having issues with it already. So you can fit six people in there. How many groups do, can go at a time? Um, I forget what the ride capacity is, but it's a, it's a big group because the, the groups go in and they you sit in kind of like the... Um, it's a waiting area, kind of like Dumbo, where you're in this little waiting area. And then they take you in groups of six to your cockpits. Okay. So there's multiple cockpits, and they all have little, I want to say, like, holding area for the Millennium Falcon, you know, where the chess game goes on, or right. the med bay, um, or some of the, the engineering spaces. So there's a little area there you kind of mill around in until your group is called in to be seated. All right. So I've been told, since we haven't been yet. We have not. We hope to be, someday. Mm-hmm. We're waiting for the second ride. Yes. Um, over at Disney World, uh, Magic Kingdom, at the Star Trader shop, you know, over there in uh, Tomorrowland, mm-hmm. they are making some changes, oh, and no. so they put up some construction walls. It's a little, I mean, construction walls right in the middle. It's not that big of a store. No. Construction walls right in the middle of it. And they've covered the windows up top, so when you go through on the people mover, you can't see down there anymore. Uh, no. I know. I, I wonder what they're going to be doing. Any, any word on what it is? I think it's just, you know, some painting, some new displays. I don't think it's anything major. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but just if they're going to do that kind of work, they're trying to do it while they leave it open. Right. Um, they've also, in Tomorrowland, in the Tomorrowland Light and Power Company, um, added a whole bank of phone charging stations with little seats. Oh, oh, so you sit there while yours charges. Right. I want one of the ones like um, they have at the mall where you put your put your phone into like the locked 
little door. Right, and you get the code, and then yeah. you come back. I want to do that, and then go on a ride and come back to my charged phone. Mm-hmm. You know, or um, you could just get a fuel rod. Right. Which, did they start charging for those yet? No, they haven't. All right. Just, to the best of my knowledge, they haven't. I'm just um, waiting for the day. But you know what? Somebody got nervous because the fuel rod dispenser in Space Mountain, the gift shop that um, uh, is at the exit of Space Mountain, somebody had, they moved it. Oh. And people got all nervous because the fuel rod station wasn't there. I think fuel rods are a great idea. I don't think they're being utilized enough. And they ended up, you know, if the park used to have five, they now have two. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to know what you're looking for. Yeah. Um, but for those of you who don't know what the fuel rods are, uh, when you go to, uh, you know, Disney World, Disneyland, uh, Universal, some some other theme parks, they have them around the country. Uh, you, you pay $30 and it drops out a rechargeable battery and it comes with all the adapters for all the various phones. So if you have an iPhone or a Galaxy or a, a Pixel phone or whatever, it's, it's got all the different connectors and it holds a, holds a charge for you. Um, and then when that fuel rod expires uh, and there's no more charge, you just go to the fuel rod dispenser and drop it in and it gives you a new one. Once you leave the parks, you can just charge it like a normal battery. So it's a, it's a pretty good deal. Um, yeah, I think they're, they were talking about maybe possibly charging for them. I would still pay. I mean, I think it's just best if you, you know, bring your own charging, uh, battery, they think they hold a longer charge. So I don't know when you change them out for the ones in the machines, they're not necessarily holding a full charge every time, I don't think. Or, you know, like, they may charge your phone once, but, you know, if you bring one from home, it'll charge it four, five, right. six times sometimes. Um, but, you know, if they're good, I wouldn't mind necessarily. I'd rather be paying $3 for a charge than not have mm-hmm. it available to me. I think They right. charge for it in Universal. Right. To, uh, to swap them out. I don't know if it's... I think it might be $5. 5 seems a little steep. 3 I could handle. Right. I don't know. Um, so also over at the Magic Kingdom, um, Memento Mori, they took out that photo area for the... I don't know. Those were the... Spirit photos. Spirit photos. Thank you. Uh, and I was wondering what they were going to do with the space. I saw some photos. It doesn't look like they did much with the space. They, um, they put up like a sort of like you'd see in someone's dining room. It's like a, a hutch or a credenza type thing with some merchandise on it. Yeah, it looks like they're holding the, the heads in a jar. Yeah, and that's it. It's just sort of a big open space. I'm, I'm sure it won't be long until they have some other displays there, but for right now, it's just kind of open space. Uh, that was a nice little souvenir. Yeah, I know. You like. You it. didn't want one, but... No, I didn't want to pay for one. Um, other construction update on the at the Walt Disney World Resort is the bridge mm-hmm. uh, on the walkway from the Grand Floridian. Uh, is going to be going in soon and they have issued an advisory to all of the resorts around the monorail that there will be nighttime construction going on yeah um you know you pay all that money for a lagoon view outer building at the grand floridian i know and as you can see in the picture it's yeah, like it's, you're looking at cranes you're gonna and... you know if they're doing construction overnight in the middle of the night you're gonna be hearing that yeah there's nothing to buffer it it's you know sound traveling over water um get a good sleep you know get a good nap during the day because you might not be sleeping much at night if they're banging this bridge around but it's going to be a nice option when it's done it will yeah you know i'd love to have the option to walk from the ticket and transportation center all the way to the magic kingdom yep uh get my fitbit steps in yeah and there means there's just sometimes when the lines are so long and you're so frustrated that you don't care you would just rather walk right even if it's going to take you an hour right <laughs> i don't know how long would it take from the magic kingdom to the um, TTC? it's one mile 
it's a one mile uh, loop, I believe. Oh, that's not bad. Um, and we've walked from the Ticket and Transportation Center over to, well, I've walked from the Ticket and Transportation Center to the Grand Floridian, and it's not that long a walk at all. Yeah. I mean, sometimes when you're, it's either the end of the night or you're just waiting to get there and it's, you know, crowded or, right. you know, one of the, you know, the monorail's down or it's in a holding pattern or something, right. you know, uh, it's just nice to have the option. The problem is, you know, if I take that walk, what do I get, uh, you know, what, what catches my eye and draws me, you know, away from my path? You know, because it walks through the poly. It walks, that path walks through the grounds of the oh, poly. Oh, you're afraid so. you're going to get distracted and never get to the park? You know, you know me. <laughs> I, I'm going to, oh, look at that. I'm going to go in that gift shop. And next thing you know, I've got a Mickey bar, a t-shirt. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm having a, 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 a Coke. I'm sitting down eating an order of fries. All right, Disney, you heard it. Line it with the uh, gift shops. Merchandise stands Tony and will buy all your stuff. And I'll, and I'll be happy. <laughs> um, at the Magic Kingdom also... The area um, by Sleepy Hollow, the seating area was taken out or, I don't know, roped off when they were doing the construction by the castle, you know, the widening project. Uh, that is finished, but they still haven't moved the tables back, so there's really nowhere to sit over there. Um, and, that, and also, if you go over to Liberty Square, same sort of problem because they're still working on that um, area there in the middle. So a little bit of a lack of seating down that way in, uh, in Liberty Square. So... Um, what else do we have? Uh, Magic Bands, the Build-A-Band has had some updates. Um, they are offering the Chef Mickey Band, although that is not at the $10 price. Um, I guess previously that had happened with another band, and there, a refund was issued afterwards, but right now that one's at $29.99. Uh, I guess when it was uh, the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge ones had that same um, problem. So... If you order that one, maybe you'll get some money back. Maybe you won't. Um, there's also a new Genie Magic Band and the Figment Magic Band. Um, and let's see, who else do we have? That joins Pluto, Jack Skellington, Rafiki, Simba, and Captain America. Those are $10. And then they have um, a Mickey Americana Limited Release Magic Band for $15. Um, I think the Pride uh, Rainbow Mickey Band is still around. And Moana, Mickey, and Tinkerbell. Uh, and then they also have the Castle Magic Band. So, I don't know. Nice. So many choices. Speaking of the castle, mm -hmm. and just kind of going back to construction for a second, did you see that the pathway along Cinderella Castle into Tomorrowland is rope, is, is closed off with construction walls? Oh, for goodness sakes. We just finished one side. Right. And, and you know, that that looking at the picture that's usually where they park the lift that puts the lights on the castle for christmas time oh is it time so for that it's, already well you know it's september it is, 9th yeah. which means it's uh, it's about time to start it decorating a, for christmas well it takes, it takes a, a really long time to put those lights on the castle so yeah i bet that's what's going on over there because you know there, there's nothing better than uh getting your pictures of the castle and having the the crane we in have the, in the so many castle pictures with a crane right but what are you gonna do um, Skyliner is still uh, being tested. Uh, they have a spiel now that they play, sort of like, you know, your monorail spiel, um, but for, you know, for emergencies. I'm sure there's a spiel for not emergencies also, um, but so that's that's around. If you want to, you can check on YouTube and there's some video um, and you can hear the, the little spiel. Uh, let's see. Oh, also, do you, have you, do you know what's the capacity over there um, in the Skyliners? You know, we talked about how big they are and, you know, what can you fit. 
Uh, I thought they had said 8 to 10. Yeah, so it looks like they're saying 10, and you have to be seated. So this is based on, like, signage that's been seen. You know, it says, you know, stay seated at all times. Um, so it would be 5 on one side and 5 on the other. And then they'll have, sounds like they're going to have special um, handicapped gondolas, and that would fit a wheelchair and six other people. Okay. And... I'm assuming, then they talk about strollers, I'm assuming that the strollers would also go in a handicapped gondola, but I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think if you could fold it up, right. it wouldn't. I'm not sure how that works exactly, because they're saying, you know, the strollers have to be within a certain size, as do, like, the wheelchairs that's not to be, be able to fit on the gondolas. That's not going to be too convenient if you have to fold a stroller to get it onto a gondola. Yeah, well, I mean, you might not have a choice. But it is what it is. I'm wondering, how are they going to get people on and off a gondola... In a wheelchair. I mean, doesn't the thing has to stop? You can't just like push it on while it's. Haven't you ever seen those ski going. resorts do it? Well, oh, they I'll, pull it I'll off to the show side. You some videos. Yeah, they pull it off to the side. Let me show you some videos. Right. Um, what's next? Um, some merchandise news. The Epcot Food and Wine Festival merchandise is now available on Shop Disney. Wow. Yeah. And, and speaking of Epcot, very sad photos today uh, of the construction walls. We we mentioned in yesterday's show. Fountain View, uh, Fountain of Nations, Club Cool all being closed. Well, the mobile planters uh, that are often used <laughs> uh, to you know, uh, make paths or close things off have been moved into place, and there's a bunch of tall fake trees there uh, hiding the view. But I, I think the saddest thing is seeing the Fountain of Nations uh, drained yeah. uh, and empty, and that's, uh, that's very sad. Yeah, that's a bummer. It's kind of like going to you know the, the Bellagio in Vegas and having, <laughs> having the fountains drained. I mean, it's yeah. it's a it's a little bit of a smaller fountain, but uh, the same concept. Yep, it's a bummer. It's going to be nice when it's done, but definitely some growing pains. Yep. Uh, oh, oh. I, I looked up. Speaking of yesterday's show, I looked up horchata. Oh, what is horchata? It's a drink. It's a like a Mexican rice drink, and it has uh, cinnamon and those sorts of things in it. Okay. So, yeah. That's what that is. So, do you want to talk about some other food? Sure. Which which food would you like to talk about? Well, I think yesterday we covered the food for Halloween over at Disneyland. We did. So, today we should run through the plethora of options at California Adventure. All right. We can do that. And since we just ate dinner, uh, I don't think I will get too hungry after discussing all this. I've been trying to be very good about not eating too many sweets. Mm-hmm. And this is not going to help. No. Uh, once again, uh, over at California Adventure, just like in Disneyland, you have the outdoor vending carts with cotton ca- candy, corn, cotton candy. Uh, Mortimer's Market has a vampire Mickey sourdough bread. It's really cute. It is. Um, Smoke Jumper's Grill, a green apple spell lemonade, which is lemonade with sour green apple syrup, cherry pearls, and raspberry sauce. Carthay Circle Restaurant and Lounge has the poison... Poison Apple Teeny, which is apple whiskey, apple pucker schnapps, and cranberry juice. At Clarabelle's hand-scooped ice cream, where mobile ordering is available, they have spider silk macaron sandwich, black macaron with charcoal tart cherry ice cream topped with popping candy and a drizzle of raspberry sauce. What do you think? Does that sound good or not? Yeah, that's all right. All right. Big on macarons. The Mini Witch Ice Cream Bar. Ice cream bar dipped in chocolate with chocolate accents and sprinkles. Now that looks good because they're dipping the bar like halfway. It mm. looks like they're all hand dipped, so they're not like a mass produced 
bar. No, they do the hand um, the hand dipped ice cream bars there mm-hmm. at Clarabelle's, but I want them to dip the whole thing. These are half dipped, and <laughs> I want it all dipped. The Vampire Mickey ice cream bar is also half dipped. It has a sh- uh, shortbread cookie on it, and then there's a spiked hard apple float, hard apple cider, and apple sorbet drizzled with caramel sauce. And a boogeyman sundae, scoops of mint chocolate chip ice cream, hot fudge, chocolate cookie crumbles, and gummy candies in a chocolate dipped waffle bowl. That sounds good, except I would change the ice cream to no, just regular chocolate No, that's the best chip. part. Over at Award Wieners, we have Oogie's Worms and Dirt Funnel Fries, uh, dusted and crushed chocolate cream filled cookies with cream cheese sauce, cookie pieces, gummy candies, chocolate coated candies, and whipped cream. I'm sorry, but I don't I want that like, on my fries. I feel like this year they're just trying to dump as much stuff. Onto the tops of things as they possibly can. Oh, now get the wordplay on this one. Rest in peace, stromy fries. Uh, Film strip fries topped with thinly sliced pastrami, caramelized onions, pickles, and mustard sauce. Eh, I'd eat it. All right. Uh, The mummy donut, which they had before. We've seen this before. Where did they have this? I don't know, but uh, now we're we're, we're over at Schmoozies now. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Schmoozies. Uh, A mummy donut, a donut filled with peanut butter and jelly, and then they have a mini witch shake, mint chocolate chip shake with whipped cream and chocolate cream filled cookie ears, and then a caramel apple smoothie, apples, ice cream, caramel sauce, and a caramel apple lollipop. Yeah, I think we saw that mummy donut uh, as an option in uh, Walt Disney World somewhere. Yeah. I thought it was Disneyland, but I can't imagine why they would have had it out already. No. Oh, was it for like the Haunted Mansion thing? I think it was a ha- supposed to be like a Haunted Mansion, Mansion special. They're just recycling things. Right. Uh, over at the Hollywood Lounge, they have a bunch of uh, Honest Abe apple pie cider on draft, Stone Ghost Hammer on draft, Elysian Night Owl pumpkin ale on draft, Left Coast Voodoo on draft. A howl ween concoction, which is vodka and honest, I, honest Abe apple pie cider. My Bugs, My Bugs, which is a limeade slush with grenadine and gummy worms. Worms Dice and Everything Nice is a Midori limeade slush with gummy worms. Ghoulish Delight is cotton candy lemonade. Supernatural Spirit is cotton candy vodka and cotton candy lemonade. Monster 129 Tacos are pork belly tacos with kimchi slaw, Korean barbecue sauce, and sriracha crema. Over at the studio catering truck, Monster 129 Tacos, Pork Belly Nachos. Did you just do that? I did, but it looks like they have them in two locations. Oh, okay. The Monster 129 Tacos are also at the studio catering truck, and they have an Eerie Elixir, which is a green apple slush. Over at Flo's V8 Cafe, you can get the Pumpkin Spice Shake. And at the Cozy Cone Motel, where everything is served in a cone, and I love that. Yeah, uh, you can get the slow burning mac and cheese cone, which is pasta with red spicy with spicy red pepper cheese sauce topped with crushed chili cheese puffs, served in a bread cone, and a spoky cone with uh, spoky cone macaron, which is a cone macaron filled with marshmallow buttercream and candy corn. Hmm, I don't know. I don't know about that one. Sonoma Terrace has snake eyes sludge, edamame hummus dip with olive tapenade bugs. And dragon fruit dice served with grilled flatbread triangles. And then devilishly. What are they trying to do there? Devilishly. I see devilishly, but why is, it, is D-E and then V-I-L? Uh, you've got me. All right. Cruella Deville. I, oh, I think that's what they're trying to do. Um, devilishly delectable wings. Chicken wings tossed in tangy, mild, spicy white sauce, Parmesan, and black sesame seeds. And there goes the Cruella de Vil, the white and the, the black. Yeah, okay. So there you go. 
at uh, Cochina Cucamanga, we have Mexican hot chocolate. That's it? Yeah, that's it. All right. No horchata? No. Over at the Pacific Wharf Cafe, we have maple bacon bread pudding, which is bread pudding topped with whipped cream, maple glaze, and candied bacon. Oh, that sounds good. Anaheim Brewery Oktoberfest, vampire Mickey sourdough bread, and the bacon cheddar ale soup, which is bacon cheddar cheese and ale soup served in a freshly baked sourdough uh, bread bowl. At the Gourmet Coffee on Pacific Wharf, they have a frog's breath frozen lime and coconut cocktail with raspberry swirl and candy topping. And at Pacific Wharf Distribution Company Beer Truck, they have a Carl Strauss Oktoberfest beer. At the Boudin Bakery Bread Cart, they have the Vampire Mickey Sourdough Bread. And at the Corn Dog Castle, they have a spicy pepper jack cheese stick, a batter dipped and drizzled with Blackberry sauce topped with sweet pineapple salsa, pickled serranos, and crushed cheese puffs. What's with the crushed cheese know. puffs? I don't know. Uh, Paradise, uh, Paradise Garden Grill. We have Mexican hot chocolate. Oh, which has a description for this time. Cinnamon <laughs> spiced hot chocolate topped with whipped cream. They have Agua da Jamaica slush, which is a sweet hibiscus tea slush. The Pollo Verde wet burrito, which is chicken cooked in a grilled salsa verde, golden rice, black beans, and crema. crema. Traditional tamale plate, red chili pork tamales with golden rice and black beans. Tacos de Estillo Callejo. Trio of beef sirloin tacos with pickled vegetables, golden rice, and black beans. Tortillas de papa. <laughs> vegan crispy potato cakes with sautéed spinach, ranchero salsa, golden rice, and pickled onion salad. Ensalada de frutas, which is jicama, watermelon, cucumber, pineapple, and mango with chili, lime salt, and chamoy. Uh, kids' cheese quesadilla, whole wheat flour tortilla with jack and cheddar cheese served with apple slices. Kids' street style ta- kids street style taco, one steak taco and a corn tortilla served with golden rice and black beans. The kids' uncrustable uh, cocoa cake, layers of vanilla cake with a cinnamon churro flavored mousse and sweet cream cheese frosting, and then the pan dolce con- concha. Uh, it- the Paradise Garden Special Event Cart, which I'm guessing is only there for special events, there's a vanilla, orange, Coca-Cola, savory empanada, or sweet empanada. At the Boardwalk Pizza and Pasta, you can get a pumpkin cheesecake or an anti-vampire chicken pizza. What do you think's on that? Garlic. I bet. Let's see. Roasted garlic sauce, marinated chicken, smoked gouda, mozzarella, roasted red peppers, and a drizzle of tomato harissa sauce. At Bayside Brews, they have an Ace Pumpkin Hard Cider and the Carl Strauss Oktoberfest. All right. And at the Lamplight Lounge, ghostly pepper nachos, which are house-made tortillas topped with ghost pepper marinated chicken, ghost pepper cheese sauce, black beans, and avocado tomatillo salsa. At the Hyperion Cart, Ace Hard Pumpkin Cider and Sam Adams Oktoberfest. And then at the... uh, Oh, we're not going to do these. No, well, the hotels. We're kind of done. Okay. Yeah, there's other stuff at the hotels. There's a couple of other things at the hotels. It's mostly recycled. Well, I can read what they are. We won't give descriptions. Um, At the Disneyland Hotel, uh, at the Coffee House, pumpkin spiced latte and a pumpkin muffin. At the Grand Californian, um, they have a... They have weekly rotational cookies with different villains, uh, a cookie box, a poison apple cookie, a chocolate chip cookie shot glass with your choice of orange liqueur, Irish cream liqueur, cinnamon liqueur, chocolate milk. Who's getting chocolate milk? 2% milk or cotton candy milk? I don't know. I'm going with a liqueur. I want the chocolate chip cookie shot glass. (laughs) The Oogie Boogie Crispy Treat, the Halloween Whoopie Pie, caramel apple pound cake. 
those are all really cute. And then at the PCH Grill, uh, pumpkin spice latte, um, and then they have a drink called the Sea Witch Rum Blue Curacao Grenadine and Sprite. Over at the Surfside Lounge, they have a pumpkin spice latte, that same Sea Witch, a specialty burger, which is a grass-fed grass fed beef patty with uh, spicy jack cheese and chipotle sauce, and then a puntinesca pasta, or a, let's see what else do we have, chocolate and pumpkin mousse trifle with cookies and cream crumbles, or you can get a Mickey crispy treat, which I don't see how that's Halloween, I would think they have that all the time. At the sandbar, they also offer the sea witch, which is that uh, drink. And that closes off all of your special food items for Halloween time, which is what they actually refer to it, at the Disneyland Resort, which is now through Dece- uh, December, through October 31st. Right. Um, so that's all we have for you today. If you like us, uh, we're the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Come find us on Facebook. All right. So until tomorrow, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.